You're listening to the Solo to CEO podcast with Davina Frederick. Hello, and welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast, where we provide a mix of powerful, thought-provoking, and practical information to assist you in your transformation from solo to CEO of a high-impact, high-revenue-generating business. I'm your host, Davina Frederick, and I'm here with Anila Rasul, attorney and CEO of the ASR Law Firm. ASR Law Firm is based in Boca Raton, Florida, and serves clients throughout Florida seeking real estate, business, and estate planning services. Welcome, Anila. I'm so pleased to have you here today on the Solo to CEO podcast. Thank you so very much, Davina. I am so thrilled to be joining you. Well, great. So I give a very brief introduction, um, uh, saying the name of your law firm and, and telling about the services you provide. But why don't you tell us a little bit more about how the, your clients and um, how you serve them, the services you provide, and what you do for your clients exactly? Of course, of course. So like you said, I, I am located down in South Florida in Boca Raton, um, and I, I serve the Tri-County area down here, uh, Miami, Dade, Broward, um, Palm Beach counties, and I assist with the with estate planning, with real estate and business services, and um, it, it's actually uh, it's, it's fun because it turns out that most of my clients, when I when I kind of look at the, the portfolio, are uh, what I call startups, and whether they're starting a, a new family or they're starting a new business. Um, or just starting a new phase in their life, um, they're they're just they're venturing off on a new adventure, and um, they I'm able to assist them with with taking those steps. Um, uh, most of my my clients really have they have young families, so things like estate planning is very important to them, or they're first time home buyers uh, needing you know someone to help them through the process or assisting with the closings in their, their properties, um, as well as new new businesses. And, and that can be, um, you know, individuals who've, you know, worked for many years or just starting off new from, you know, college or things like that who've never really um, done anything like this before, but they just need someone to guide them along and help them with, with those legal aspects of their, their business. And this really makes a, a lot of sense for you because this is kind of mirrors what uh, is going on in your in your own life, right? Because you are you are have yes. someone who has started a, a new business and a new family <laughs> and kind of did yes. that at the same time. Yes, it surely does. So it's. Um, I, I chuckle a little bit when I when I do say that because exactly what you said it really mirrors my life. So um, I've my firm has been up and running for the past uh, three years now, and it coincided with um, with me starting a family. Um, essentially, I decided to take the plunge of leaving um, you know big law big firm. Uh, work life and starting off on my own um, about 12 days before finding out that I was before expecting my 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 first child so oh, wow. I always I always say that I, I, I don't know business ownership outside of motherhood and lack of sleep 
<laughs> I, I, that's that's the only way I, I know it, and um, I actually think it's 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 been a, it's been a benefit to to my development. So um, I I do I'm able to see a lot of my clients' um, uh, trials and some of the fears that they face in in the things that they're they're entering, and um, <clears throat> I, I really am able to 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 identify with many of of their their um, the issues that they encounter. Oh yeah. So, so you were uh, uh, with a big law firm for a while before you before you went out on your own. Yeah, so I practiced um, for for about ten years prior to going out on my own. Right. Oh wow. And so, were you uh, practicing in the same areas, real estate? So I practiced mostly uh, creditor right representation in bankruptcy cases, mm-hmm. which allowed me, um, funny enough, you do see, uh, get exposed to a lot of areas, including um, the in- intricacies of people's of businesses, as well as um, uh, real estate and things like that. Um, so I definitely had exposure to all these areas, but I didn't practice it uh, specifically. Mm-hmm. And what made you decide to go out on your own and own your own firm? What was it that motivated you to do that? You know, I really, I, I never, before I never thought about it, but after 10 years, I really grew tired of a couple things. Um, worth workplace politics mm-hmm. coupled with what I um, was beginning to realize were unsustainable hours and um, just an unsustainable lifestyle, really. Now, that's not to say that um, I don't put in the equal number of hours uh, <laughs> at times as a, as a solo or, or working for myself. Um, I think the, the demands and the, um, just the overall environment and experience is, um, it's more, I guess, enjoyable, um, but it's, it's also less stressful. I didn't think that, I think the big issue is I didn't think it was sustainable and I didn't think that I would, um, you know, be able to, to last a whole lot longer um, doing that kind of time. So I just, it really was, um, I don't want to say it's a whim, but it really was a very fast decision that I made mm-hmm. to go out and just start my own um start my own business. I came up with a plan of what it is I a vision and a plan of what I thought I wanted to be doing at that time and how best I thought I could serve really and truly my peers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I put together a plan and uh I kind of just went for it. Now as I mentioned, shortly thereafter I found out I was expecting so I knew at that point there was no turning back. Um, there was no, no, I just had to keep on going full force ahead with it. Right. Right. So, so tell us what that first year was like for you. Um, it was slow to rise. I would definitely say that, (laughs) um, aside from, uh, you know, the normal, uh, I guess the normal hiccups and things that you would find when you do start off a new business, it, it's, it's growing. It's like anything else. It's growing. So um, there was that. Um, plus, I just, you know, I was going through a pregnancy and then I had, um, you know, I had my child uh, nine months later. So that was definitely slow. However, I was determined to keep it going. And 
I was determined to just keep on pushing, even if it was little increments at a time, knowing that eventually um, my time, you know, that everything will happen in its own time. I was at least lucky enough to be able to do that, and I, I identify that um, in terms of um, being able, to obviously, to rely on, you know, I, I'm married, on my husband's income, that sort of thing. Um, so I just made sure that I had a plan and I wasn't doing things willy-nilly because I knew I couldn't control other things in my life. I knew I couldn't control um, baby sleep schedules or, or doctor's visits or things like that necessarily, but what I could control was um, the specific goals that I had set for myself and for my business and how I was going to go about attaining them. And you also did some other things. You had a, you actually had more than one sort of business kind of because you had a, you had a partner that you were involved uh, doing some title, yes. title work, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. Up until it's recently, yes. So I had at the at the same time I had two businesses kind of going. I had the law firm, and then I had the the title company, and I um. I went off on this this venture with the with the title company with this partner. I think well early on in my decision to go to to step away from the law the you know my ten years of law firm big law firm practice, mm-hmm. and I did it for a very common reason. Mm-hmm. And I think that many people starting off believe that they need that support for whatever reason, whether it's the financial support of all the startup costs or just the extra knowledge that perhaps um, a partner might bring along or just the extra, I guess, courage <laughs> that they may yeah, bring along. the emotional to, support, right? Yeah, the emotion, exactly, to help with that process. And, um, and I did that. And, it, you know, it, it worked well and it worked. It was fine until I realized, hey, I can, I can do this. I can do this on my own without the, um, the unnecessary, I guess, back and forth and all the juggling that you have to do as a, as a partnership and, and coordinating two people who on their own have their own law firms as well as this joint venture. Um, and I just decided one day uh, a couple months back that, no, I am going to, to do this fully on my own. And I incorporated everything that I had established um, uh, in that title company and that partnership and I just incorporated all into my, my law firm. It was a seamless um, transition, and I have been up and running solely uh, through my law firm for uh, the past six months or so. Oh wow, that's that's amazing. That's wonderful. And how old is how old is your um, you have a you have a boy, right? I do. I do. He's two years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so now we've entered the toddler years. <laughs> You know, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a tough one to enter, but, you know, I'm, I'm taking him along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, it's, so is it, do you find it, do you find it easier than the newborn years, though? <laughs> Are you getting more sleep so, at least? I, I'm definitely getting more sleep, which is always great. And, um, you know, everyone always says, parents, especially parents of who have children older than I do, they always say, well, you know, it's diff- different different hurdles that you encounter and it's the truth so when he was younger um it was great he would be in his um you know little uh rock and play or his pack of play next to me i'm working 
he's asleep um, or the babysitter is there taking care of him. There's no real issue um, and, and whatnot. Uh, now he is, you know, he demands obviously a lot more attention, but then he's also able to entertain himself now. <laughs> so, you know, it's a juggle and it's just um, learning to kind of move with, with the times and kind of move with whatever is going, going on in, in, in your um, environment. Um, one of the things that I've, I decided a long time ago was that I can't let these two aspects um, kind of battle themselves in my life, I am going to kind of let them grow together. So I try to mirror what I see happening um, with my child's development and, and, and the changes we have to make there and kind of inc include that flexibility in my business um, and just remember that it is uh, something that's growing and things are changing. So you have a plan. The plan does not always work out, but you be flexible. You move with, with, the, with the times and, the, and what's needed at that moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so tell me then, what, it, what were some of the um, challenges, some of the biggest challenges you had that you faced in that first year? And what did you do to overcome them? In the first year, I think it really was um, underestimating the physical impact it had on, on uh, you know, giving birth and having a child actually had. Um, again, I was lucky. I have had a lot of support. I've always had a lot of, um, you know, physical support with uh, my, my family around and, and things like that. We've been lucky enough to have babysitters and things like that. Um, however, you know, I, I, I never really believe things like mom brain, and I know that's a, a little <laughs> bit of a taboo term. A lot of people don't like to say it. I didn't think it was actually true, um, but it is to an extent, and it's all, again, something that you need to manage. And I was in denial for quite some time until it was very uh, retrospective for me until one day I literally felt um, just a change in myself. And it happened close to the time my son was um, about to turn one. I think it was a couple, a couple of weeks before he turned one. And um, I thought, wow, I just feel a lot more rested. I feel a lot more, there's a lot more clarity. Um, whereas before it was just always, you're always go, go, go. And you didn't feel as though there was a lot of, you're focusing on the important things, which of course is the baby and your work and, and, and what, you ha what I have to do for my work. Um, there was not a whole ton of time for myself or for my own thoughts. Um, and then as time progressed, that got better. And of course, as the time I was able to invest in my own um, mental well-being and emotional well-being and things like that, as that got, um, got better, so did things with, with the business and just with, um, you know, with anything that I had to do, whether it was the, the business side of things, the legal side of things, um, everything just become a lot, became a lot clearer thereafter. Right, right. Um, so what, what you, your husband also is 
uh, an entrepreneur, correct? He is. Yes, he is. He is. Yeah. So, we, so we, is he involved in, in helping you with your business? Um, he is to an extent. So um, I'm lucky enough to have a husband who does um, all types of online marketing uh, consulting, uh, things like that. So all of my um, my online presence and, and um, uh, you know, a lot of things that tend to be a little bit of a, of, of a headache for, uh, for others, I have the benefit of having him there to rely on and to ask questions and to help me with uh, regularly. Um, however, he mm-hmm. also being a business person, I think one of the benefits is that he understands the need for autonomy as a business owner and for me making my own decisions about certain things. So I would talk to him about um, thoughts that I was having, but uh, luckily he respects um, my position as a business owner enough to um, allow me to make those decisions on my own, just, you know, help probably nudge me along if he, if he thought I was just perhaps just hesitating out of, out of fear or out of, um, you know, anything like that. He just, he helped me along. So that was, it's, it's been a very good, um, I think it's been a benefit for us both being right. at home, although uh, both being working um, as, as solo or solo proprietors, um, although we do ultimately spend a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I am, I am married to an entrepreneur and uh, it, it is, it is their unique, their benefits Mm-hmm. to two entrepreneurs being married, but they're, because we understand, you, you know, the, right. the, we have a deep understanding of what it means, what it requires to start and run and own a business. Um, but there's, uh, there's unique challenges that come with that yeah. too, you know, because yeah. there, there's, you know, there tends to be an overflow of work and home life and did you experience that yeah there (laughs) sure is there sure is you know so many of our our date nights um when we can fit them in uh you know our conversations are 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 filled with work type issues and and topics to the point where sometimes we have to say wait stop you know let's let's talk about something other than work um Probably work and baby. It's probably work and baby. (laughs) Work and baby. Yes, yes, for sure. We um, most absolutely, most definitely, uh, we've realized that we don't, uh, we no longer do the things that we used to do. I don't remember when last we actually um, went out to the movies. (laughs) So, you know, those things you always have to to make time for and things like that. But um, it it does spill over. Um, We make a very concerted effort, sometimes successfully, sometimes not so much, to make sure that when it does spill over, it doesn't affect us emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's something that we just face. It's, it's our lifestyle. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's based, these are the choices we've made, and we just have to be responsible with them. Yeah, it's also going to be very enriching, though, because you have such yes. a shared, you know, you have shared passion for for business yes. and growing a business and you know all of that so that's Most definitely yeah so what uh what is next for asr law what are your 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 two years down the line right. and what's next what's next it really is um 
You know, I'm all about just growth, and I know that is a very it's, it's a very vague term at this point. But up until now, I have <clears throat> essentially been doing it uh, solo. I have, yes, I've had um, great support professionally and otherwise, but I've been doing everything myself. In recent months, I've been reaching out trying to um, build a very strong and trustworthy team, and I am so great and so, so happy to um, to have had and, and come across the people that I have come across in the last couple months. Um, I have a very strong support staff for my, um, real, my title, the title closings and the real estate portion of my um, practice. And I also have an amazing um, attorney uh, assistants and staff that will, that help with um, the more complicated estate planning matters and things like that. And what that's allowed me to do is um, it's allowed me to focus more on one, in terms of my business, more of the customer experience, making sure that the customer service is, is where it needs to be and our customers are being attended to as they wish they, they need to be because um, there really is only 24 hours in this day that we have and mm-hmm. there's only so much one person can do. Um, so while I have others doing some of the, the legal work for me, I'm able to step in more into uh, uh, you know, a, a business owner role and, and tend more directly with my clients. Um, and it's also allowed me to balance the role of motherhood and business owner and, you know, successful business owner in that I don't feel that I am um, giving up one or the other. Um, That being said, the goal really is to continue to, to grow and to bring in more business, to make more connections in the industry. Um, that was something that was uh, a little bit of a hindrance early on, simply because I didn't have the ability just to, you know, pick up and do a last-minute lunch with anyone because, of course, I had um, a little one to deal with now that he is um, he is in school most of the day. Uh, you know, I'm able to make a lot more connections and to, to have one-on-one time, whether it's with clients or colleagues in the industry, um, that will then translate into, um, you know, uh, growth and, and better commitment to my clients. Right. Right. So, so tell me like, what were some of the best decisions you have made? You feel that you made in growing your practice and sort of managing, um, you, you've talked a lot about, um, support and you've talked a lot yeah. about your you know, being able to grow your business while you had, while you have the baby. And Mm -hmm. so were there, were there systems that you had? Were there, you talked about having a plan to tell me some of the things that you did that you think were really some of the best things that you did, best decisions that you made. Right. Right. So um, early on, you know, I made the typical mistakes of a new business owner in that I'm going to handle it all. We don't want to expend too much money. We don't want to stretch ourselves too thin. So I'm going to just handle it all and I'll be able to do it. 
um, wrong. <laughs> so first, one of the things that I did very early on was um, some of the matters that I just, they were not um, related to the legal work I was doing and it really wasn't related to business building. Um, I hired people to do it. So I got an excellent bookkeeper. I got someone, an excellent uh, CPA to do my taxes and I have never looked back. And I have, um, you know, I don't think about those things anymore. I, they're not part of my, um, you know, my day to day. So I've taken that off of my plate. Um, I also then invested in uh, uh, programs and computer systems that will help me keep everything organized. Um, you know, many, many attorneys and law offices, they have uh, client management systems, which as a solo, a lot of times, um, or sorry, as a new uh, solo, a lot of times uh, attorneys don't jump on that bandwagon just yet. They kind of wait. They say, okay, I'll organize it. I'll have my paper files. I'll do all those things. Um, I, I said, I knew that I needed something to help me organize not just my filing systems and things like that, but also the my calendar system, um, and then also integrate that with the accounting system. So I I obtained um, programs for that and made sure that they were um, you know fully functional and it was things that my bookkeeper and CPA uh, knew how to were familiar with and knew how to. To function with, so that there was little transition um, or learning curve that was needed there. Um, and then, thirdly, it's what I I just explained. I went out and I found, you know, very qualified individuals who were willing to work with me on um, whether it's case by case basis or whatnot, um, and who would be able to provide value other than just getting the work done. Um, I, I work I work with other uh, solo practitioners who have been doing um, you know this for many years. So they bring to the table not only an extra step helping hands, but also you know a wealth of knowledge um, to help my clients and my customers. And um, and just making sure that all the individuals that I have working together, we there's a, you know, always clear communication um, so that at no point anyone, you know, nothing's ever really dropped because we have clear communication and clear processes and systems in place to allow, um, you know, for a very seamless and stress-free, um, uh, I guess, workflow. Right. So, so if you were to give uh, advice to somebody who's on the solo to CEO journey behind you, maybe somebody mm -hmm. who wants to start a family and uh, has their own practice. Um, right. What, what would, what advice would you give them? First and foremost, believe in your abilities. That's great. Always believe that you can do whatever it is that you have set your mind to. Um, if, if you don't, uh, you're, it's just self-defeating and it's, it, it's almost a waste of effort. You just have to believe that you can do it because you can. You really can. Um, secondly, I, I keep on mentioning a plan. 
I always have a plan. I always have it written down. I have tons of lists <laughs> now, um, and every aspect of my life has a list. But also be flexible. Realize where sometimes we see things uh, retrospectively, and or sometimes we get really close up to what we think is the end goal, but then there's a fork, and it can also take us in a different direction. So always be be flexible. And also realize where that fork can also be a U-turn. Sometimes you have to start, you know, from scratch and, and kind of replan. Um, and then also keep pushing forward. Every business owner, owner tells you early on they um, have experienced many thoughts of, okay, I can't do this. Probably this is not for me. Um, you know, maybe I should just go back to what I know and, and you know, find a job uh, elsewhere. But just keep pushing forward because eventually you will get where you need to be. Right. And sometimes right. it happens a lot sooner than you think. Right. Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more with that. It, it is that, that tenacity, that tenacity. Yeah. And just kind yeah. of not having that plan B, you know, when, when you said yeah. earlier that you, you quit big law, then you found out you were pregnant and then you just said, well, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. in it now. Right. Exactly. That, exactly. Right? There was no plan B. You just kind of had to, mm. you, you, you were going to keep going at that point, you know, because that's no, what you, no. wanted, you wanted the family. So you really couldn't go back then. Um, so right. Uh, I, I I believe in that. I believe that when you make that decision, just sticking to your decision, and and just know having the confidence to know that there's a way, right? Exactly. There is exactly. a way. Um, so tell us how we can find out more about ASR Law. Where can we find you on the interwebs? You can find us at asrlawfirm.com, and you know, please visit my um, uh, my beautiful site. <laughs> I'm very proud of it, and um, uh, we're also on Facebook mm-hmm. and also Instagram. Okay, awesome, terrific. Well, I really appreciate you being here today. This is a wonderful conversation. You and I always have terrific Thank conversations, you. and I really enjoyed it. Thank you. And I'm, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so, I always, like you said, I love our conversations. They're always great. And I'm, I'm so thrilled to be here. All right. Thanks. The Solo to CEO podcast is sponsored by D. Frederick Media and Marketing and the Solo to CEO system. We help professional women entrepreneurs transform from solos to CEOs of high-impact, high-revenue-generating businesses while reclaiming their time and creating the lifestyle of their dreams. If you are ready to skyrocket your revenue, cultivate a crackerjack team, and set up systems and automation to get your firm running like a well-oiled machine so you can focus on the highest and best use of your time, then you'll want to attend our latest presentation, Six Shifts to Transform Your Solo Practice into a Seven-Figure Firm with Total Ease. Register at law.solotoceo.biz webinar.